and welcome to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. I'm Jen Setrauer, and this is a podcast all about navigating life in your 20s. Here we have a lot of fun as we discuss what it's like to follow God into the somewhat daunting phase of life called adulthood. I have by no means mastered the sacred art of adulting, but I have plenty of wisdom and funny stories to share about how I have stumbled through this phase of my life. You're listening to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. Class is now in session. Hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. Today is Jen's Guide to Being Content in every season. And I'm really excited to talk about this topic. But first, I'd love to talk about what I'm loving this week. So summer is kind of coming to a close. I'm not really sure what the exact date is for the end of summer, but can I tell you, I'm so excited for fall. Listen, I'm not one of those people that is constantly talking about pumpkins and lattes. Well, I am talking about lattes, but pumpkin spice lattes and, you know, the craft store. I'm not one of those people that's like, put out the Christmas decorations in July. That is not me at all. I feel like fall should be celebrated in fall. Christmas should be celebrated at Christmas time. And <laughs> anything that's too early is just, you know, not necessary. But I feel like after the year that we've had, a a little bit of fall commercialism would do us some good just to enjoy the crisp air of taking a walk, crunching on the leaves, drinking a nice, delicious spiced latte. You know, I really can't wait for fall. But in the meantime, I'm loving being outside, getting some good old fashioned vitamin D and <laughs> you know, maybe trying to tan just a little bit. I feel like for most of the summer, it was so hot in Alabama that I stayed inside a lot. I had said that I was going to go to a local pool and I didn't even go one time. I thought I was going to go on multiple beach trips and I think I went to the beach just once. (laughs) I've been inside because it's so hot. But what I'm loving this week is taking advantage of the beautiful summer weather that we have left and really just enjoying being outside. Um, My favorite thing to do is either a morning walk or an evening walk where it's not so hot that you're getting burnt just being outside in the sun, but you get to enjoy the morning or evening kind of summer breeze. So go outside, you know, take a walk, enjoy the vitamin D. It's so good for us. But today is not about vitamin D. Today's episode is about (laughs) being content in every season. And trust me, if you get some vitamin D, I bet you'll be a little bit more content than you were before. Um, But today is about being content in any season that you're in. Oh my goodness. So life is not always everything we wanted it to be and more. Um, Today, I'm going to try to be really vulnerable and just talk about just some disappointments I've experienced in my 20s with how my timeline has looked. Life really isn't going to happen exactly the way that we want it to sometimes. Um, Sometimes things don't happen when we think they're supposed to, and things don't happen how we're supposed to or how we think they're supposed to, especially if you are... um, living a life laid down before God. When you yielded your life to God, it 
it becomes more about his timeline. It becomes more about what he wants for you more than what you want for you. And the best part about this, the best part about living a life laid down to God is that he has wisdom and wisdom means that he can see the end of your story from the beginning. He knows exactly what you need and when you need it. So God's timeline might look different from our timeline. <laughs> and so um, as we're following God, we still need to be content in every season, even if it's not what we wanted it to be. So um, let me put out a disclaimer by saying today I'm going to be talking a little bit about how um, I've had to kind of lay down the American dream, but I'm not saying that anybody who's living a life that looks like the American dream is not in the will of God. I'm talking about how my life just has not fit into this American dream kind of mold, and that's okay. So, um, first I want to talk about what I thought my timeline would have looked like in my twenties. Okay. So when we'll just say maybe when I was 18 years old, that was 10 years ago. Um, this is how I thought my life would look. I thought I would go to college and get a degree and finish college by the time I was 22. I thought I would meet somebody in college and be married and starting a family by age 25. And I thought I'd be making a lot of money, be established in a, a good career, and have a big house with a big family by age 30. Well, this is what my life has actually looked like. Um, I started college when I was 18 and I went to college for three years and then I put it on pause. Then when I was 22, I was technically a college dropout and I went to ministry school for a couple of years. By age 25, guess what? I was not married with kids like I wanted to be, but by age 25, I was a year out of ministry school single with no prospects at all in sight, and I had not started my career. You want to know what I did on my 25th birthday? I laid on my bed and sobbed because my life was a total disappointment to me. Um, it was really, really tragic. But you, know, you want to know something? I was just throwing a pity party because I was actually exactly where I was supposed to be. And now I'm 28 I still don't have the things that were on my list, and my life has not fit into this American dream kind of timeline, um, and things did not go the way I thought they were going to go. I live alone in a one-bedroom apartment. I've only just begun my career in teaching. I'm trying to finish up college online, and I'm single, still with no prospects in sight. And somebody could look at what I'm living out right now and say, oh, I bet Jen is just so sad. None of her dreams have come true. And God made her give up everything. And she's just, she's just sad. But at least, you know, she has God. No, I am completely content and good with my life. And I don't feel tragic. And I'm not having a pity party. But if you would have told me this is where I would be, by age 28, when I was 18, I would have said, no, 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 no. If that is what saying yes to God is going to look like for my life personally, 
I do not want to do this. But listen, this is my story. And not everybody's story has to be like my story. Not everybody has to lay things down in the way that I've had to lay things down. Or, you know, um, not everybody's timeline is going to look the same. So I'm not even saying that I have like the best timeline because I'm just so yielded to God. It's none of that. I'm just saying this is my story. So I am content with my situation in life. And here's what I've learned about being content. I feel content and absolutely good about where I am when I find my joy and my identity in God and not in the things that I have or in the things that I can accomplish. And that last part, the accomplishments, the accomplishments part has been such a big thing for me. A big part of my personality and just a big part of my heart is I really want to leave a legacy on this earth. I really want to accomplish something and do something meaningful and good. But there have been times in my life where my accomplishments have been idols and I felt like the Lord has told me to lay down trying to accomplish some of these things. Because if there's anything in your life that starts to become more important than God, you're going to have to lay it down. Okay. So for me, it's been um, laying down this idea of the American dream and this idea of all of these big accomplishments and having this picture perfect life. Um, A life that is yielded to God but void of all the stuff we want is actually better than having a life full of stuff, but not surrendered to God. And I would rather have a laid down life with God than have everything that I ever wanted when I was an 18 year old, but not have God. Having things isn't even a bad thing, but what I've learned is that we just need to hold on to those things loosely knowing that our value doesn't come from our things, but our value comes from God. So am I upset that I (laughs) am um, 28 and I haven't accomplished these things? Not at all. I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, a lot of that realization has just come even in like the past couple of years. Um, I think I may have talked about it on the podcast before, but there's been moments in my life where I felt like I was too old for a lot of stuff, but I felt like I was too young. Like, I felt like the enemy would say, like, Jen, you you can't change the world anymore. Like, you, you're too old. 28, come on. There's younger people in ministry that are trying to do stuff. Like, just let them do this and you just just go off the grid and do something else. Like, you're too old for this. Um, (laughs) Then there's been moments that I felt like I don't know how to do my taxes because I'm too young and ignorant (laughs) to understand money. Like, the enemy will always keep you trapped in some kind of false way of thinking. So I always thought, like, I'm too old or I'm too young or I haven't accomplished enough or maybe I've accomplished too much. Just it's so important that we get out of our head (laughs) and just know that our value just doesn't come from those things. Our value comes from God. So on this note, um, on this kind of idea of laying things down, 
I wanted to reference a couple of Jason Upton songs um, that have really impacted me. And I just think I want to share some of the lyrics and tell you um, how I've applied these lyrics, you know, to the way that I think about life. So there's a song by Jason Upton called No Sacrifice. And um, here is part of the song that has really impacted me. It says this, to you, I give my life not just the parts I want to. To you, I sacrifice these dreams that I hold on to. Your thoughts are higher than mine. Your words are deeper than mine. Your love is stronger than mine. This is no sacrifice. Here's my life. Oh, I just love that so much. Um, I love it so much because it talks about sacrificing the dreams that you hold on to and every area of your life just being yielded to God, not just the parts that you choose um, that you want to lay down because it's like not that big of a deal to you, but laying down every part of your life if that's what God's asked for. And I mean, it really is because our sacrifice of worship to God is our whole entire life. Um, another song that I would like to share some lyrics from is a song um, by Jason Upton called Faith, and it's from his Faith album. And it says this, We're building a relationship again, just me and you. It's not about the job I have. It's not about the friends I have. It's not about the house I have or the social status I have. It's about me and you. We're building a relationship again, just me and you. And I love those words so much because you can apply them to your life, whether you are in a season of abundance in all of those areas, or if you're in a season where you feel like you're lacking in those areas. It's not about the job I have. It doesn't matter if I'm working a simple little side job that I'm hardly getting paid anything, or if I have the best job of my life where I'm flowing and overflowing in abundance financially. It's not about the friends that I have. Like, do I have, um, have all of my friends moved away or are all of my friends with me? Are my friends people who can get me connections or are my friends nobodies? It doesn't matter. It's not about the house I have or the social status. It doesn't matter if I live in this one bedroom apartment or the future home that I'm going to share with my family. It's not about all this stuff, but it's about relationship with God. And whenever you keep that at the forefront of your mind, you're not worried about the stuff. You're just you're just concerned with living a life that's pleasing to God. Um, and I'm not saying that the Lord is going to treat you just like Job and take every single thing you have away all at once and test you. But I'm just saying this is a lifestyle that we live where we're content, whether we're overflowing or whether we have nothing. If we have nothing, but we still have God, we have everything. So I want to talk again about the American dream. It's not bad to have all these things. So to me, American dream looks like this. College degree, career, husband, kids, cute dog, Instagram-worthy life, record label, you know, um, a beautiful big porch and grandkids. 
die happy, surrounded by people I love. That to me is what the American dream looks like. Um, it's not, that is not a bad thing. And it's not bad to have these things. But for me, it's really been all about God's timing. If I would have gotten that American dream thing that I wanted when I was 18, for me in my timeline, I don't think that some of these different character things would have been developed in me because I've had to go through some different things to get the character that I'm walking in right now. Does that make sense? So do I want to do I want the American dream and this and the timeline that society tells me I should follow or do I want God's dream and God's timing for my life? Well, this is where I hang my hat. I want to be content in the unknown of my career and of my finances. You know, it's 2020, we're in the middle of pandemic and I'm a teacher and we have no idea what the future is going to look like. I have to be content knowing that God is going to provide for me no matter what happens in the in the earth this year. I have to be content in the unknown of my future. I have to be content in the fact that I'm not a mom yet. I have to be content in the fact that I am single. And you know what? I never thought I would get to this place where I actually am content being single. When I was younger, in my early 20s, I would hear a lot of like Christian women kind of preach this message of like, you have to be completely content with being single or God's never going to let you have a husband. And so I tried really hard. I would try so hard to enjoy being single, <laughs> like fake smiling and through my teeth saying like, God, I just love this so much. Just so happy not having a boyfriend, you know, and I didn't really mean it. Um, but as time has gone on, I have been enjoying my 20s so much, just me and God and the friends and family He's put in my life. And I know now that I'm so glad that I've never settled, but I'm waiting for exactly who God has for me. And I'm way happier with that than if I would have just gotten impatient and dated whatever random guy came along. I'm content in being single. And... Um, you know, I know that God's promise for me is to be married one day, but whether I'm ever married or not, I'm happy to be right in the middle of God's will. Um, you know, I love to be vulnerable on the podcast, so I want to tell you just a little bit of a story about um, an inner healing ministry um, that I've gone through, and it's called Sozo. And um, Sozo means total healing in your body, mind, spirit, and soul. And um, Sozo is an, an inner healing ministry where you um, break off some lies that you've believed and you accept God's truth. I'm really simplifying what it is, but um, when I was in a Sozo inner healing um, a few years ago, maybe a year or so ago, um, I... One thing that I was really dealing with was this comparison thing of comparing my timeline to everybody else's timeline. Um, and I felt like I was behind. I felt like I was a late bloomer. Like I felt like a little kid trying to be an adult, but I didn't have a career. I didn't have like a house. I didn't have husband, kids, all this stuff. And I was just believing this lie that I was a late bloomer. And, um, I had to 
surrender that lie to the Lord and ask him what the truth was. So I imagined myself giving God this time clock and I just handed it to him and I saw the Lord smash the clock and destroy it. And he said, Jennifer, you are right on time. And ever since then, I have not worried about if everybody else has the stuff I want and if I feel like I'm behind because God has told me that I'm right on time. So I feel like that's a word for somebody listening today that you might feel like you're comparing your life to other people around you. Maybe you have a husband, but you haven't been able to have kids yet and you feel stressed because everybody in your life is having kids and you're not. Or maybe you're single like me and you're um, comparing the fact that you don't have um, a boyfriend or whatever. Maybe you, um, you've been married and you've had kids and you're just not financially where you want to be and you feel like you're constantly keeping up with the Joneses or whatever, trying to have whatever this thing, the next thing is. Like maybe you feel like you get on Instagram and you're constantly comparing your life to somebody else. Well, I feel like what the Lord is saying for you is if you're following Him and you're following His plan for your life, you are are not behind. You are right on time. So that's where I want to hang my hat is no matter what I have, if I've accomplished things, if I have things, or if I haven't accomplished things and I don't have things, as long as we have God and as long as we're living lives that are laid down and obedient to Him, we have everything. And now here's Jen's tip of the week. My tip of the week is practice gratitude throughout your whole day. When I start to put this into practice, it makes my whole day so much better. And here's here's a way that you can do this. When you wake up in the morning, before you even get on your phone, before you try to get up and accomplish anything, before you, sometimes I, I'll try this before I really even open my eyes. Thank the Lord for something. Um, thank the Lord that his mercies are new every morning and you're starting the day with a clean slate. Um, thank the Lord for the coffee that you smell roasting. If somebody else has already started the coffee pot, or if you have a little timer on yours, Thank the Lord for the fact that you got a decent night of sleep. Thank the Lord for the sunrise and the consistency of the sunrise and how God is even more consistent than the sunrise. Whatever comes to your mind, thank the Lord. The first thing you do before you look at the news, before you look at your phone, before you have any other report besides the report of the Lord, thank God for something first thing. And you'll go ahead and get your mindset in that place of gratitude, knowing that the Lord is for you. And then throughout the day, especially if stresses or insecurities or whatever things like that come up that try to steal your joy, just take a minute and maybe you can, you might stop what you're doing, or maybe you're just praying in your mind, whatever. Take a minute and thank God for things that are true. Um, I remember there was one specific day, like maybe three or four years ago where I was really in a financial bind and I was driving from one place to another in the afternoon 
afternoon. Um, I had a really full schedule and I was just overwhelmed because there was a specific amount of money that I needed for something and I just did not have it. I just didn't have the extra money for this unexpected bill that came up. And I just got in the car and I said, God, I'm stressed. I don't know how I'm going to pay this thing, but I thank you that you always come through for me. You always provide, and there's never been a a day that I've seen the righteous begging for bread, is what the Bible says. There's never a day that I've gone hungry. There's never a day that I haven't been able to make it like the Lord has always provided. I just started to thank the Lord that He was my provider, that He's good to me, and that He's got it all under control. And later that day, I went somewhere and somebody handed me a check for something. And I was like, oh, um, I did that that thing for free. And they were like, oh, well, we, I know you volunteered and you did this task for free, but we wanted to pay you. So later on, I opened the check and it was for like two or three times the amount than I had needed. Like God not only provided for me and met that need that I had, but gave me like twice, or I don't know, it might've been three times the amount that I had needed for that thing. And um, it could have been because I truly took the time to not let those stresses overcome me, but I just thanked God and believed Him to be true. And, um, you know, I feel like that really provided the way for my breakthrough. So thank the Lord throughout your day. And then um, lastly, before you go to sleep, before you drift off, You might need to do this with your eyes open because the second I close my eyes, I fall asleep. Before you go to sleep, think back on the day and look for moments when you could see God's blessings, when you could see God's presence, where you can look back and see that He was actually working in the background all day. Um, Thank Him for those things. And then while you're at it, pray for some prophetic dreams because (laughs) I found that whenever you ask for dreams— And whenever you're really intentional and you're on the lookout for them, you're more likely to have dreams. We'll have to do a dreams episode one day because I'm all about some nighttime dreams. So Jen's tip of the week, practice gratitude throughout the day, and I promise it will be greatly improved. Okay, and now here's Jen's guide to quiet time. Today, our scripture comes from one that I've quoted a lot during Jen's guide to quiet time, but I just keep finding so many goodies in it that I cannot help but share. Um, And today's scripture comes from Philippians 4, 11 through 13. Um, This time I want to look at it in the Amplified um, and the Amplified version or translation. I actually use the Amplified Bible a lot during ministry school because I love the way that it unpacks a lot of the different phrases. Um, and I kind of forgot about the Amplified version of the Bible until I saw somebody share a scripture from it on Instagram the other day. And I was like, where has the Amplified been all my life? I need it. So um, today I'm reading Philippians 4, 11 through 13 in the Amplified Version. It says this, um, Not that I speak from any personal need, for I have learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or uneasy regardless of my circumstances. I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times. And I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life. Whether well-fed 
or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his person, his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Whoa. I have never, (laughs) I have never heard this passage in that translation. And I feel like it just sets me on fire just reading it. So good. Well, let's meditate and reflect on this passage. The first question I want to ask is, what practical steps can you take this week to be content regardless of your circumstances? Next, I want you to ask yourself, am I self-sufficient through Christ? Satisfied to the point where I'm not disturbed or uneasy, regardless of my circumstances? And lastly, I want you to ask yourself, are you in a place of more than enough or are you in need right now? Wherever you are in the season, the Lord has something just for you. So I want you to ask Him to infuse you with the inner strength and confident peace so that you can endure and live fully alive to his purposes, regardless of what the season of life looks like for you. And now I would like to end with a prayer. Father, first of all, I thank you that you hear me when I pray. Secondly, I thank you that my prayers matter to you because I am your child. All of my fountains are in you, and you are my source. You are the most important person in my whole life. Following you is better than following my own ways. Your perfect wisdom is far beyond what I could have planned for myself. As I follow you, I yield myself, and I yield my plans to you. Lord, thank you that you give me what I need in every season, because as my father, you are my faithful provider. I trust you with my life. Help me to be content in any season that I walk through, whether it's a mountaintop celebration or a season in the valley. With you by my side, no matter where I am, I'm on the right path. Amen. Well, thank you guys for joining me this week for Jen's Guide to Being Content in Every Season. I hope this has blessed you and encouraged you. And as always, if you'd like to get connected with me, you can find me on Instagram at jen.zetrauer. I hope you have a fantastic week, and I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.